Hey guys, welcome back to episode 19 of the Scrubbed In Weekly Podcast. Thank you ever so much for all the messages and support you've given us. I know the last few weeks we've touched on topics um, that are a bit somber. Um, Proper emotional episodes. Yeah, we've talked about death, we've talked about feeling low, we've talked about mental health. So we thought we'll take it all the way back to med school and something we realised we didn't cover and we're going to be talking about surgery. Surgical cases that me and Ams did together as medical students and the surgery once as a junior doctor. Um, so I think the best thing is we'll get straight into it and we'll talk about you know two or three cases that me and Ams were able to participate in surgery. Um, so which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about so the one case that sticks out mm-hmm. the um, the colectomy. Okay. Uh, just for our viewers, collective is when a, a segment of bowel was being taken out. Mm. It was an operation that me and Abdul went straight into. Um, do you remember what happened? Yeah, I, I briefly remember. It's the what same happened? story. Is that so, the one where you got shook? Something happened? Where the consultant lost oh. it. So basically, me and Abdul have scrubbed in. I think we were third. Was it third? We were in third year, I think. Yeah. Uh, so fresh medical students, we've, we're, we're trying to be keen and all sorts. We've scrubbed in and gone near the surgeon. The surgeons thought, okay, fine, I'm going to get these guys involved. Anyway, he gives me, um, he sort of cut out a segment of bowel and was in the process of suturing another segment on and sort of said, here, you hold this piece of suture and hold some tension on it. He needed some tension on it. Mm. What were you doing? No, I was watching. I was even holding something. You were holding something as well. I was holding something or I was just there. Like, <laughs> so sometimes, so what happens is before we go on, like, as a medical student, you're allowed to scrub in, interferes. So what that means is you're allowed to go and assist it's at like a very basic level. So you're either mm-hmm. holding things, or like Amzid, you're holding sutures or you're kind of moving away flesh and skin. Um, just assisting the surgeon, basically, another yeah. pair of hands. So that what, that's what it means to kind of scrubbing. Um, and it's like the whole process, you wash your hands and you feel really cool. And you know them ones, you yeah. put the gown on and then someone comes and ties you up. Exactly, and you do it just makes you feel cool. Yeah, um, um. so... I don't know what I was in. I think I was there. I was either holding something or just kind of witnessing, but no, I wasn't I, actively no, no, involved. No. I, this is it. So I think what happened was he gave us a choice of who wants to scrub in and we always took mm. it in turns. And mm. I think you were like, okay, all right, you scrub in and I'll watch. Okay, so fine. I remember you let me actually scrub in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I scrubbed in, um, scrubbed in. Mm. Anyways, um, got to the surgeon, was holding the suture. And what happened was he said to me, keep this exact tension on it. So I had, had the tension on and I think what was happening is subconsciously I was sort of increasing the tension. Mm. And then I don't know what happened, he just lost it. Switched and you saw it off. He lost it. I was holding the tension and then he was like, What the F are you doing? And he, this is too much tension, you're gonna rip out the bowel. And he threw and like whatever he had in his hand, he, he threw just a utensil. dashed it. And then he went no. to at the nurse as well, because the nurse gave him the wrong one or something. He dropped he dropped his utensils. Yeah. Right? He dropped the um the surgical clip or something. Yeah. And then the the nurse was like, I only have one. And he was yeah. like, Why the hell is this department shit? He looked yeah. at me and was like, What are you doing? Yeah. You're gonna rip out the bowel. Yeah. And then I was obviously just like I and listen, he, so I've had this mask on, right? So you wear the mask like that. I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know if he was crying or it's it was a traumatic experience. You could just see my eyes. So, so just like you have that. to imagine you're in the middle of surgery and then all of a sudden the surgeon kind of flips out like and obviously you can imagine that the type of personality surgeons have. He just flipped out through what he had in his hand and then he just had a go at the nurse. And then the whole theatre is on edge. And this is a consultant surgeon, by the way, so not yeah. a middle grade or a junior mm-hmm. doctor. Um, and then 
it I don't know, it takes like a few minutes for him to calm down. They finished the surgery. And I remember then he apologized. No, he, but before that, <laughs> you were just looking at so I looked at Abdul for like yeah. just I don't know like, what to do. I don't know I didn't know what to do, so I just looked at Abdul like, yo. And he looked at me like, bro. <laughs> you're on you're on your own on this one. You're <laughs> yeah. on your own. No, but I remember he said, You okay? Yeah. If I was crying yeah. underneath behind the mask, you're like, You okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. That was mad. I was like, you know? relax, man. I'm not crying. That's really but it's tense. You know what it is? As a medical student, yeah, like, you know, when they tell you to do something, you just do it religiously because you don't know any exactly. better. And like, I remember sometimes your hand used to cramp up because you're just there stuck holding mm-hmm. this bit of thing or you're holding a clamp, or whatever. And like, you don't want to mess it up. So there's always that being on edge. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. So that was good fun. So when they say hold something, you hold that with three yeah. hands. If you had the three yeah. hands. Some of the um, stuff they make you do. Um, but it, it's, it's real fun. And you have to admit, no matter what you were doing, it was, I thought it was boring hmm. to watch yeah. surgery from afar in a corner. Unfortunately, a lot of students, you, they force you to do that. But I think, you know, every time we got up and personal hmm. in the case, we got to, even if we were holding, like holding that suture hmm. or holding a, camera a or device scope. or whatever it was, it got you super excited mm. and you were just like, well, mm. surgery is special. I think all things in general, as soon as mm. you watching something is fine, but you can become desensitized. So it's like, mm. it's the same old thing. But once you're actively doing something, once you get to hold things and it gets even better as you progress, yeah. as you become a doctor, you get to, you know, start to make incisions, you start to suture yourself. Exactly. So just actively doing something, that's when you kind of take in like, wow surgery is amazing like this the, is awesome exactly and the best operations we did mm. I thought Jerome and Ashford and we mm. did the DHS's the yeah, total knee replacement where the where the registrar yeah. got so he became the lead surgeon he got us actually assist, assist yeah. drill yeah. cut off the ends of the bones mm. it was amazing yeah. I thought orthopedic surgery was yeah. the best and at that time we were across. quite keen on becoming surgeons mm. um, and it was a really really good experience getting in so i'd recommend all the medical students especially if you want to pursue surgery get stuck in yeah they love the good thing with doctors we love to teach and mm. you can always get stuck in and no one will ever say no to a pair of hands it's exactly. there because you can always hold a clamp you can always do something and even if you don't do anything scrubbing in allows you because now you're sterile to get a close look in so you can have a look exactly. at the bowel you can have a look at the surgical procedure rather than on a screen or um, you know standing a bit back so you that can, was you can one only of the, see so much from hmm. afar anyway so you have to always get yeah. tight surgery you have to get your hands messy and dirty exactly. which is good um, and make sure you ask I think a lot of people are afraid to ask we were always like mm-hmm. do you mind if one of us just scrubs in scrubs in mm. and they were always like yeah cool. and they're always more Come than on. happy and you can learn um, a lot so I thought that was um, really good I think the next best case that comes to mind is um, do you remember when we did the rectal prolapse together yeah <laughs> Do you want to tell them what your role so was? So my role was basically, <laughs> so for the prolapse, it was a mesh procedure. So like it's called bottom end. So what I did was I had to stand. So basically at the bottom of the table, it was this young gentleman. So I sat on a little stool and I had this little metal thing. You pull it through the back passage and you hold it up to keep it in place. And basically the surgeon attaches the, the back passage to a mesh and sticks onto the wall because he had a prolapse. He was basically coming out. I don't want to talk about it. So he currently. was sat there. So I was sitting there for like, a wow, man, just holding this little thing at the back the of someone's The two legs over bum. his shoulder. Yeah. And he was just sat there with a stick up the bum. And like I've said, you can't move. So you're stuck there. And by the end of it, your hands are aching, your body's aching, and you're just stuck there having stuck something up someone's bottom. Um, but it's good because I thought, you know what, I did my bit. <laughs> exactly. I helped in the surgery, you know. 
Stick exactly. my name down on that paper. Stick you know what I mean? Um, Give it up for my But portfolio. you do get to do lots of funny things. Like you are always like I just came up for Obers and Gaini job, mm-hmm. and like in the beginning they make you do bottom down. So mm. putting um, like forceps and clamps, you know, through the bottom end, and then holding it up so the surgeon can have a look on the screen, and you're just doing. I think the one thing you have to understand as a medical student, and even as a junior doctor, unless you know you'll be doing like the the less exciting stuff. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot more holding and you know holding your things and the certain things and your hands are stiff. So I don't think people realise how much discipline and patience it takes in theatres, oh, man. Because so, so sometimes you're standing patience. for two, three, two, three yeah. hours holding something or holding back flesh. You or know, just holding a clamp. Holding a clamp and it takes a toll yeah. on you and you can't move. You can't, sometimes I'm thinking like, what's happening? And you're yeah, regulating exactly. breathing. Um, so that's why they uh, and again so you religiously listen to the consultant and just yeah, held that clamp and ho- hold exactly. whatever you need and you're, you're basically dying inside so um, going on to that topic so I was in a discectomy procedure so that procedure is essentially working on the spine spine surgery is gruesome it's mm. gruesome the way they make the incision tear it apart put the clamps in split it apart so I was essentially holding the clamps and I've never seen such a gory procedure. Bro, I've seen orthopedic hips being done, mm. knees being done. I've seen bowel resected, all sorts mm. of stuff we saw together even. But that surgery, so I was holding holding it and I was wobbling. <laughs> I was literally wobbling like that. Now, obviously, I'm going to man it out. I'm not going to tell the consultant. And he just, the clamp was closing in while he was operating. Yeah. You know, what's happening you're going pale <laughs> sit down right now <laughs> and then literally took the clamp off me and made me sit down uh, but yeah I nearly fainted um, yeah to be fair I've had this you used to faint taking bloods as I remember in the beginning oh, you couldn't yeah. really take bloods we so, had to practice on each other <laughs> then you got signed up for that but so like, I needed CVT for that so basically what happened was the first time did you come with me no, no, you, didn't you told me about it. It was in Ashford, yeah, in Margate, it was in Margate. the first rotation. We just heard about yeah. it. So I think we, we had to go separately to do the phlebotomy shifts. Yeah. And I went to the phlebotomy shift, right? And it was the first time I'm taking blood. And what happened was she was like, you look a bit shaky. I was like, what do you mean? Give me the, give me the, <laughs> give me the things, give me the things. Anyway, I stuck the needle in. Next thing I know, I wake up with my feet in the air. I'm like, whoa, what's happened? She's when like, they told us, we were laughing. Like, you passed out on the patient. <laughs> yeah, so anyways I had to watch YouTube videos oh, and yeah. watch the phlebotomy do, phlebotomist do it then I had to practice doing it myself with like like all the safeguarding measures in place everyone ready to catch me mm. um, but now you're but yeah. pro it goes good. to show that you can be you can overcome these you fears you can overcome these small fears that yeah. you have so yeah mm. uh, but it was weird I could I was watching surgery and everything but I don't know why as soon as I stuck a needle in I just but it happens isn't it it's little things that trigger it yeah. um Talking about gory surgeries, I think mm. my one will trump it. So I don't know if anyone has seen a C-section. Maybe some people are, but I know Ooh, we have loads of viewers yeah. that are non-medics. So the first time I did a C-section, so you cut open the tummy, you cut open the womb, and there's a lot of, in medicine we do, so we try to make the cut as small as possible, and we do a mm. lot of tearing. So it follows the natural tear of the body or the skin, and recovers better than making a surgical incision, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember they were just yanking it and pulling it, and as soon as it cut into the room, it stopped squirting blood everywhere. And I had never seen a C-section before, and I was literally crapping myself. I was like, what? He's on the job? Yeah, man, as F2. Like, oh my God. And so it was just me and the reg. Yeah. Um, it's just one incision across and then hand in and pull nah, out the baby, it? Yeah, but you know when you're cussing it, sometimes yeah. it's a bit difficult and it's bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. Oh one days. SHO or one of the junior doctors, yeah. the blood went into her eye. You know that? 
Because something's a bit difficult. Think of how much blood there is. So, so yeah. one, of the, one of our doctors, you know, she was traumatized. She did a C-section. Blood went into her eyes. She was wearing contact lenses at the time. Ooh, okay. um, and it just kind of messed her up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a gory procedure. But it is a beautiful thing when you see... So this, I assisted mm-hmm. on that. It was not something we saw. When you pick up the baby and the baby's kind of crying, it's covered yeah. in this gunky stuff. Mm. It's not that beautiful. But <laughs> the process is beautiful. And it's quite amazing. Like, if anyone, I'd recommend going to see a C-section. Um, yeah. It's really good and assist. What was just your first experience of opening the human body? Wait, like? Just for the record, you mm. do know we saw a C-section together. You clearly no. forgot. No, we saw a C-section, but we never assisted, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah we didn't so, assist. Like, like, watching it, that's what Gucci had yes. on baby. Oh, my days. <laughs> so this father... For his newborn baby, he bought a Gucci hat yeah. and he just put it on as soon and as he was born. Yeah. And me and Amazon were just looking at him and we were oh, like, wow. wow, life life, life, life is special. <laughs> <laughs> and we got covered in blood and that gunk, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the meconium. The meconium and um, all of that, yeah. But yeah, like I say, how did you feel mm. when you kind of... Because obviously, we're so used to being medics, mm. doctors, having done surgery, but how would you describe cutting open someone for the first time? Because, you know, you can't say to a random person, yeah. have you ever cut open someone or, you know, had bowel removed or... You know what? It, it's surreal because what happens is in the operating theatre, right? If you if you think about it, the patient's there, but then we put all these covers on, mm. all of the covers on, and we expose a, a certain region of... It just looks like a patch of skin or a patch of... Uh, yeah. A piece of work, uh, mm. a piece of art that you're going to work on, essentially. Mm. So you kind of forget that there's a person behind it. But in a, C-section and everything. If you do an epidural, the patient's awake and looking at Yeah, you. and they're talking, yeah. Um, but in those operations, you can't... I think you uh, you forget that there's a... For example, a the orthopedic person. ones where you just expose the hip. Yeah, you don't realise. you're just working on a hip and putting real strength in to push it into place and stuff. Hmm. Um, I think you forget. You forget. But I my first time, obviously, hmm. you're like... Wow. Whoa, I'm cutting into someone. What I try to... I think you're right. Hmm. Is because, because surgery is such a sterile procedure, meaning... Hmm. You can't touch it, you know, once something has touched something that's dirty, you can't touch it again. Mm-hmm. It's you forget that you're operating on a human body and you're just there stuck with the bowels mm-hmm. or you're stuck with the womb or you're stuck with the, the hips or the shoulders so you detach yourself. But sometimes what I used to do, especially in the gen surge job, um, general surgery, sorry, um, I just kind of remind myself like, yo, this is actually a human body and I used to try to be grateful because, you know, mm-hmm. we get the opportunity to do something not the average person do to be able to open someone up to cut them to take something away from them mm-hmm. is in itself something amazing so i used to always kind of remind myself like yo i'm removing the gallbladder of someone like this is crazy exactly, to a certain extent yeah. um so i would recommend it um but yeah that c-section was one of the surgical cases that kind of shook me because mm-hmm. the amount of blood i saw because i did general surgery so i did like blood removals mm. removing the bowels or hernia repairs and they were very controlled but c-section man like the amount of blood it's i saw i was yeah. and this and the one thing with medicine is right as soon as you become a doctor you get this free pass to do what you want in terms of surgery so you're expected to get hands deep and you not having seen anything you panic so you don't know what you're supposed to do exactly, and they expect yeah. more from you and i remember that surgery like you mm. so when you're closing the womb you hold it tight mm. he makes the um the suture then you loosen it, so he closes it and he works his way across. Imagine this is the womb, you're cutting mm. across it. Hold it, let him tie it, loosen it, tighten it. And he goes to me, he goes, until your hand is hurting at the end of it, you didn't do a good job. 
bro. Until your hand is hurting. Yeah, because you're holding the suture, right? Yeah. For a good 15, 20 minutes while he stitches it across. Yeah. Bro, do you know what I did after on the letters? Yeah. I was, I was out. So the people were watching it on YouTube because my hands were shaking, bro. I couldn't write properly. <laughs> I couldn't even hold a pen properly. That's how tight I was holding it because I didn't want to mess it up. Man. Um, but mm. surgery is super fun. Um, I think we should be grateful it is an honor to a certain degree. Mm. Sometimes you do get immediate relief. People that are having gallstones, gallbladder, you know, they're getting this pain. We get to help them. It's life-saving for loads mm. of people. Mm. People get new hips, new shoulders. All of that. It is amazing. Um, and I would definitely recommend for all the medical students get involved. Um, and I think it's probably good we can give some tips on how to get involved in theatres. Yeah, um, I think not just in theatres. Get, get hands-on and just make sure you ask the consultant, the regs whoever's on to get really involved not just to watch watching mm. is boring to be honest yeah um get involved so make sure you ask i think that's number one mm. that's the first step and you'll find that everyone is keen mm. and i think the next thing is to just actively look for opportunities where you can so if you actually are fixated on becoming a surgeon mm. so for example we went on, on a couple of courses you went on to the surgical course mm. uh, i went to the start course in mm. fact um, as soon as i started f1 um, so there are courses out there which really sort of um, help your surgical skills. For example, do you remember the ESMSC course? Mm. So we mentioned, that? Which countries did we go for that? Uh, so that was in Greece. Athens, right? yes. It was in Athens that we went for. It's a surgical course where they trained you on first sort of simulated models. Mm. And then it was, we were operating on... Mm. Um, I think it was pigs. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, on animals mm. and on um, high fidelity equipment. Mm. Um, and what we found was that, so remember the laparoscopic? Mm training mm. that they did so then that again translated into an f1 com- a surgical competition that we did mm. and i won that competition oh, yeah you're telling me yeah because I, tra- practiced I, I had practiced during med school on how to handle laparoscope and how to mm. do all sorts of tasks um so yeah so get hands-on look for courses mm. um, i'd recommend um so the course i did was by the royal college of surgeons mm. um, and bear in mind guys a new platform we launched called Medigate, um, www.medigate.co.uk will have all the different courses, especially for surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check out the website. It's also got an online portfolio, so you can have a look at that. But one of those courses I found that was really beneficial for me in medical school was the basic surgical skills course by the Royal College of Surgeons. Mm-hmm. And what that did was taught you how to do suturing. It taught you how to tie knots. And what that means is it equipped me with the skill set so when I went to assist in a surgery, I was confident enough to say, hey, do you know what? Let me close up. Let me finish yeah, up the suture. Exactly. Let me tie the knots. And because mm. I've already practiced in a safe environment when doing it on a real life patient, I was confident. And surgery, as all things, practical related, the more you do it, the better you become. You know, doing something 10 times will never be as good as the guy that has done it 100 times. It's exactly. just the nature of it. So equip mm. yourself with the skills where you are then confident to be able to do it on a real life person with supervision and just mm. get better and better and better at it. Um, and another important thing with mm. surgery is um, attend these courses. So the ones mm. in Greece, the basic surgical sciences, the competitions, but have a logbook, a portfolio I was gonna say, of yeah. all the different... Um, just cases. Just cases. Sorry. Don't just... Um, so you don't want to just go into theatre and walk out and just say, yeah, great experience. Mm. Because... This, the surgical training path is very uh, competitive and so mm. you need to have a log of everything you're doing mm. so you can have in medical school if you really wanted you probably could log over a hundred cases Easily. that you've seen so the rule is obviously see one do one teach one mm. uh, but you need to have seen a lot to mm. then be confident in knowing how to for example do an appendicectomy mm. 
Um, so make sure you log, 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 yeah. and um, Medigate again has the platform for you to log all of your surgical cases as well, which you can then print out and take to interviews mm. and so forth. Definitely agree. Mm. Um, sometimes it's really easy to do at medical school and be like, you know what, I'm going to start my portfolio F1. But because you get so busy in F1, you kind of keep pushing it off. So from day mm. one, from the first cases, and the good thing, guys, is even if you don't assist, even putting down witness, so witness yeah, exactly. a appendicectomy or witnessed a hernia or witness bowel perforation or witness mm. hip, it starts like that so the key thing with surgical you know some advice we can give initially is every case it doesn't matter if you went in if you scrub log it make sure you're a member of the royal college of surgeons because that gives you points mm. it's free as a medical student once you graduate you can pay for it but it gives you points um be active and involved in teaching surgical cases to younger mm. years so i would recommend especially for surgery because it is so competitive start creating this amazing portfolio from the get-go mm. get involved start assisting go to these courses so now you're confident and once you know a surgeon knows like do you know what you know because the blocks are three months at a time mm-hmm. once the surgeon knows that do you know what ams is really good at closing up ams is really good at suturing do you know what you finish off finish off and exactly. a surgeon saying to that to you is mm. like that's amazing. Like that is the highlight. Because they find it boring. The yeah, main because they're like, hundred times. They're not, I'm saying hundred, like yeah. thousands of times. But for you, it's important, exactly. and you get the practice. Exactly. And it's, it's an acknowledgement. Like I'm just finished off. I'm heading off. Do you exactly. know what I mean? And That's, you close yeah. up, you clean a wound, you dress it, move on. So in terms of surgery, mm-hmm. um, those are some of our experiences. Um, we're keeping the episodes brief because we know we talk too much and we continue going on forever. <laughs> um, but I would say. Be proactive. Yeah, so I think be proactive, um, get really involved, mm. start teaching, look for opportunities to advance mm. your skills mm. and log, log, log. Keep a logbook. Um, I think that would put you in a good position, good standing mm. um, to move forward. And especially as an F1, because you have to do a general surgery job, that is the time. Yeah. Especially, and because I was working in Coventry at the time, I was able to assist in so many. I know F1s that have done more than 80, 90 first assists. Mm. And that's very difficult. My mate mm. has done 162 cases. So yes. he went for, for his exam recently. Mm. But So he's an F2. But over, so over the last 12 months, mm. he's racked up 162 cases. Because when he started, he knew how to suture. So he closed up. He didn't obviously do mm. majority of the procedures. But that's but enough. He that's what counts. Up and, he, and he ended up doing a few appendicectomies on his own. Yeah, that's crazy. I know people, even in plastic surgeries, a couple of the guys I work with, mm. um, they basically lost um, training posts to other guys who had just done 20 more procedures. Literally. Exactly. Surgery is a numbers game. One thing I've learned is surgery is a numbers game. Yeah. And the guy, and you can imagine the vast majority of people will have the courses, will have the certificates mm-hmm. competition. But you will never trump the guy that's done 50 more cases than you because that is real-life hands-on experience. Exactly. Um, so that's one advice from us. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. We've covered our experience, the mm. funny bits and bobs, mm. giving our advice. Mm. That's it. Fine. Can't really think of anything else. So we'll wrap up today's episode. Um, let us know once again, feedback, any particular topics mm-hmm. you want to talk about. Um, but... Enjoy the rest of the week, guys, and we'll see you next week, Sunday, 6 o'clock. And don't forget to leave a review. review. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe. We keep forgetting that. We're on YouTube, we say that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, make sure you comment, like, subscribe. Um, And as always, you know, our doors are open. Give us a shout if you need help with anything. Sweet. See you next week.